Ay, ay, ay. Ay, 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 here we are. Here we are. Listen, I'm Will. I'm Gideon. Listen. Listen. God, we're two opinionated fellas. Yeah. We are. And we're waiting for our food and got bored. Yeah. So episode three of the podcast happens. Yeah. Again, if you're new to the pod. <laughs> well, if you're new to the pod, because this is one of the very first episodes. Yeah, we're if you're out. a first time listener, feel free to ride this vibe wave with us. Aye, 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 Let us be your vibe guardians through the field of the vibes. Absolutely. And give you a vibe tour. <laughs> Can't now, stand you. I'm going to kick my finger <laughs> up. Um, what? Well, we're just going to gonna do our top 13 movies. movies. We got it. Oh, what's this pod called? Uptenians. Uptenians. So, listen. Even though we're doing 13 right now. If you know me at all, guys, Mm -hmm. and you probably do, if you're listening to this, if you don't. We hope you would. If you don't, hi. This is weird, but, you know, welcome. That's cool. If you're weirdly one of my friends that isn't friends with Will, and you listen to that, then I'm Will, and and, this is Will. This is important to me. And if you're. I know a lot about movies, and I like them a whole lot. I watch them a lot. And I know a whole lot about him for no reason. He does. It's great. It's cool. I enjoy it. It's fun to watch movies with me, or terrible. I haven't figured it out. People say it's fun. I don't believe them. Hmm. I feel like an asshole. (laughs) No, it's really fun. Watching Little Women with you was one of the best theater experiences of my entire life. Yeah, it was the best movie we've ever seen together. It was us with five old women. (laughs) No, I I keep dropping my phone. And we were laughing our asses off. It was not... It was not just five old women. It was like, it was like, no, no, no. It was like married couples, but there were five <laughs> married couples and they were all Spaced old. Spaced out so far. It no, was... we were, we were like directly behind and like diagonal yeah. to two and we wouldn't shut up. And no. I was so surprised they didn't like look at us. I, I expected to get scolded out. Oh, so did we I. We were being terrible. We okay, being anyway. Awful. We're doing our top 13. Oh, if you know me, you know, I like. Uh, TVs and, and right. movies but as well. I yeah. love media. He does like media. I, I like media too. Yeah. I mean, hell, that's why we're here. But, one, but one, movies not, is not to toot our own it's horn. My, my yeah, niche. exactly. Will knows a lot more about movie facts. And, that's um, true. These are these are nerds. If anything, if anything were to make us a perfect couple, I think it is that Will loves giving movie information, and I love listening to movie information. Am I'm not saying we're perfect though. Other way around with TV. That's true. That is very true. It works out well. It does. I like having fun facts, so I like to retain as much knowledge as possible. Yeah, and I can't really retain anything, so that's why it's important when I say something, because I really remember it. Wow. Anyway. Heartbreaking. (laughs) Okay. Today, we're doing our top 13 movies. And this is a big deal for me. Yes. Okay. I have cultivated this list. For... for, Fine-tuned. For a while. It It is heavily monitored and thought about. It is. I stand by every choice very confidently. Will will text me in a very important rush to be like, there's a new movie on yeah. on my list. It's important. Yeah. I feel that it is announcement, an announcement that is worth attention. <laughs> it is. Which should say something about both my view of myself and opinions <laughs> and how important I think movies are. Yeah. Is that sad? That's up to you guys. Yeah. Um. Anyway. And only a few of these are douchey, so... I'm comfortable with the fact that a few of them are. None of mine are, I will have to say. There are a few that are online. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right, let's start. Let's start, man. Do you want me to go first? Yes. This, this is your forte. All right, my number 13. You you don't like this movie. It's mm. Cars. I love it. I think oh, it is gosh. one of the best children's animation movies. I think it is pure perfection, and I get a weird sense of comfort and nostalgia when I watch it. 
Uh, I got nostalgia. I don't get one of the best movies ever. It is so... You don't feel comfort when you're watching that. You don't feel like you're on a long drive home from your... From there are your... cars! <laughs> exactly! I used to watch that movie You can't like, tell me that movie like, feels like a my long drive. Obviously it feels like a drive. From like it's Massachusetts. It's only driving. Yeah, but it makes time go faster. Mm. Anyway, it's beautiful. It's also beautifully Ever animated. Ever watch cars and be like, I gotta walk right now. I gotta use my legs. Yeah. Immediately. I bet a lot of people do. I bet you do. Because you, you hate it so much, you need to walk out. Anyway. Um, 13 is Cars. My 13. One of my pretentious picks. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. Oh, number 13. Number 13 A is lot of people think this is Will's favorite movie. No. And it is not. Nowhere close. Yeah. But it's great. Um, I do like it a lot. It was one of my first favorite movies, which is why mm. I think it's important to me. Yeah. It's like, when that I watch sense. it nowadays, it's like I appreciate it more than I like it. You know what I mean? There are parts of it that are very uncomfortable. Yeah. And, uh... True. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's a creep. Yeah. And, uh, egotistical brat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, mm-hmm. it makes me feel a deep sense of nostalgia, like you were saying, yeah, for, like, yeah. when I was really getting into movies, and I think yeah. that's why it's... That makes sense. Still makes sense. I think that's a lot of, like, a gateway movie. <laughs> and no, it is. <laughs> to it a lot is. of people. It's, like, one of those movies that gets a lot of people into movies. Yeah. It's like that Back to the Future does it a lot, weirdly. You know, I didn't watch Pulp Fiction until... Breaking Bad did it for me. That it wasn't even sense. a movie. That makes but sense. I watched Breaking Bad and it was such a like cinematic show. I was like, I want to make movies. Yeah. I don't think I saw Pulp Fiction until junior year. Really? Yeah. I watched it for, uh eighth grade. Interesting. For a project. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. What was the project? Does it? Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't even really have to. I just wanted an excuse. Of course you did. Okay. Uh, 12? 12. 12. 12. 12. This is also douchey for me. 12. Okay, the first of my movies are all kind of bad. I'll have to say that. I do love bad movies. Likewise to good movies. I It either has to be really trashy or perfect for me to like it. In my opinion, perfect for me. And number 12 is John Tucker Must Die. <laughs> Stop commenting on Instagram that. while we're I was recording a podcast. To a- She's delightful. I can see it here. Anyway, yeah, John Tucker Must Die is actually a great film. What did he do? He, uh, he, he like, dated multiple people all at once. Oh, he must die. And the three girls he dates all at the same time all figure it out. So and then the they other... try to get revenge on him is using... Is the other woman a remake? No, probably not. <laughs> it's the same thing. That is exactly what you just described. <laughs> is it really? But with Leslie Mann and Cameron Diaz and... Kate oh, Austin. then, yeah, the other man is definitely a ripoff of John Tucker Must Die. That's, oh my god. That's yeah. great. John Tucker Must Die originated it. Britney Snow oh, is in it. gotta have Britney Snow in Wait, it. Wait, Ashanti, is the singer? Is there a single movie Britney Snow wasn't in? You know who else that? is in it? Who? Penn Badgley. Thank fucking god. <laughs> yeah, he plays a little of interest. The only person that would make that better is Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> and that brings us to your number 12. <laughs> My number 12, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. No, okay. God, I wish it was. Starring Lil Bow Wow as... What was his name? It was a Twinkie. Okay. I completely forgot. Okay, my anyway. number 12 is My Dinner with Andre. Mm. It's so good. It's just... I need to watch it. dinner where they're just talking everything. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. 
As far as like movies with no plot that are almost no stakes. <laughs> movie with no plot. Basically nothing happens. <laughs> plot with no movie. Plot with no movie. <laughs> Move with no E. <laughs> um. Plot with no. <laughs> <laughs> but like as far as that stuff goes. Oh my god. So good. So so good. Like if you like um, Before Sunrise. It's, mm-hmm. I've been led to. I haven't seen before, so I was like, that. "Wait a minute!" So many people told me it changed their it? lives, and I'm like, "I don't know." If Wait, I'm ready before for that. sunrise, isn't that like the double to like before sunset? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you know? Or is that just you? <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> They're like later movies with Ethan Hawke and someone else. I do know Ethan Hawke is in it. Well, <laughs> that's great, man. Alright, should we go on to 11? Yeah, I guess we should. I guess we should. I guess we should. Um, Number 11 for me is... uh, People call it one of the best comedies. Um, I do kind of agree, but I also... It's so cheesy. Uh, Bridesmaids. Yeah, I knew that was next. Bridesmaids. It's very well acted. It's very well acted. I love the whole cast. Yeah. Like, the whole cast are all my favorite people. Melissa McCarthy's great. Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph. Uh, Kristen Wiig, awesome, uh, Rose, Rose Bryn. Is, is it so Burn or Bryn? And she's not related yeah, to the other Burn. What other Burn? I don't know. Sanders? No. No, they're not related. Wait a minute. Um, who else is in He's it? old. How could that be? Uh, when, Wendy, Wendy, uh, Kobe? About? Uh, Bridesmaids. I'm naming the cast yes. of Bridesmaids. Yeah. Ellie Paul Kemper. Feig made it. Ellie Kemper. Paul Feig made it. Great. What, what did he get in trouble for? No, that's another person. Uh, well, he made Ghostbusters. Oh, he did. That's which, a movie. You, you, you shouldn't have... I don't know if you'd say he got in trouble for it, but there was trouble around it. So like, I, don't, I think wrong trouble. I think it just should have happened and we shouldn't have... We shouldn't have cared. It's, here's the thing. Everyone, some people are like it's not. it wasn't sexist. Some people are like it was. How is it sexist? In my opinion, it's sexist because it's the same concept, essentially, as something like Jurassic World, but when it's all women, there is objectively more out like more outcry from people like people get objectively I think bad outcry no yeah that's what i'm saying i'm saying but how's that sexist? no listen like when it's when something about it is fundamentally altered in like a progressive way like when childish gambino got announced as superman very or sorry spider-man superman, spider-man very briefly yeah and he was getting insane racist backlash it's like similar to that where it's like yeah they're redoing it in a slightly societally different way, and there's bigger outcry about it than something that how no that one sexist? would have any outcry. Because they were women. There's dude. They're they're making another remake where they're men again. And have you heard any outcry about? Oh, it? it's sexist by society. It's sexist because there's more outcry about it than another thing exactly like it that's with all men. Like if they remade Ghostbusters yeah. 2016, same script, all men. I thought you meant like happen. in 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 the core of the idea. The Paul Feig was being sexist. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 no. yeah. They were. Sexist. I thought you were calling the movie sexist. The backlash. The backlash. It was misogynistic, misogynistic backlash. Yes, that's yeah, exactly yeah, 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 like. yeah. Okay, I, I just had to know, man. I thought we I was, had to clear that up. I thought I was being. Clear. I don't. I think people say misogynistic in that term, not sexist. With the backlash. Yeah. It was also sexist. It was also sexist. I agree. Yeah. But like. I think English, just how we use English. You think I English? Think, I think people just attune. I think we have to move on. Yeah, we definitely should. We're doing um, into a whole. I have no idea. You're number eleven. Clerks. Clerks. Great movie. Yeah. Fucking great movie. Yeah. 
It's great. You haven't seen it. No. Don't yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It captures part of culture that I've been a part of and been privy to, and I like that. Like, nerd culture, but also gross sexist culture. Like, I haven't oh. been in on gross sexist culture, but I've been around it a whole lot. Yeah. Haven't gone to public middle school. Oh, my fucking God. So, like, it's interesting because it captures a very specific kind of person that I've met. And it's it's honestly, like, a weird fly-on-the-wall movie for me of, like, watching those guys be old. And that's really interesting. Interesting. It gives me a very interesting sensation of, like, I know you. That's fucking oh, weird. Oh, yeah. To like both this, of the guys. Yeah. Like, life is like that. I have met you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's so weird. It's that's very weird. realistic. It's very well shot, but it's very cheap. And so you can kind of relate to it just on a level of, like, these are people and this is what people sound like and it's not fancy. Yeah. It's really good. Podcasts are just conversations, <clears throat> man. And I kind of really like it. And I, I, I just, you don't truly get that until you've done it. No. Are you liking it? I am. Okay. Yeah. Shall we hear your 10? Uh, yeah, my number 10. <clears throat> I just put on a pink ski mask. Yeah, wait. It's kind of uh, annoying. Um, my number, uh, my number ten. No. Yeah. <laughs> Your laugh sounds different in that ski mask, and I don't like it. I'll take it off. I don't um, like it I look disgusting. Okay. <laughs> my number ten is Mean Girls, which I think is a actually perfect film. One of the best scripts ever written. Comedy scripts. We've gotten into this. And before. we have gotten into this, but... On I... the podcast, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On no, the last time we tried to record this. Episode, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I we'll get into that argument. So I we both have a hard opinion on what is the greatest comedy film of that type ever made. And when I say of that type, I mean Judd Apatow, Paul Feig brand comedy movies. Seth Rogen comedies, Melissa McCarthy comedies. Those McCarthy. Types of, McCarthy, sorry. <laughs> comedies, like those types of like... Main mainstream comedies. Yeah, what's the best of them? I, and I think it's my number three choice. He thinks it's Mean Girls. We'll get into it when we get to my number three. Um, my sorry, number ten, correct? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make this work for me. Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Nice. Peter Sellers powerhouse performance. I have never seen old that. movie, but an actually hilarious script. Not old people hilarious. Really hilarious. Um, That's nice. This is a nice hat. Extremely good political stuff, but also just fucking funny on a human level. Yeah. But what's tough to say, and that always matters. Kubrick, still young, not yet douchey. Perfect time. Some young actors that we now know and love, like James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Peter Sellers. Some young mentioned. actors? He was young. Oh, when he was young. I was like, he's not young. No, this was in 64. <laughs> that And that's surprising. Yeah. I, he's in it as a young man. That's cool. That's cool. Um, a very iconic image of someone riding a nuclear bomb, waving a cowboy hat in the air. I've, I've not seen this movie yet. I really need to. We really need to. We do. It's fantastic. Okay. Because I think it's one of those movies you're... Oh, is it here? <gasps> it's approaching. Okay, to nine! To number nine, while our food is approaching. And we're going to keep watching Mine Hunter when it comes. Yeah. I hope you're cool with it. Okay. Okay. My number nine. Should we record the rest in the car, you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should. Um, my number nine is, yeah. uh, we just watched this for the first time. Barbarella. 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 Wild. I watched it for the first time and immediately went on my list. Because it is good. so my speed of movie. That happened with my number six. Yeah. 
It, but it is so, like, my speed of movie of just, like... Wacky. Weirdly wacky. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. The plot... Is just literally a hot space. Exactly. Like. That you can explain in three sentences. Which is, Barbarella is a, like, just a space agent trying to go find this dude, Duran Duran. Not the band. Um, and then she has sex with a bunch of men. Like... It's so weird. And then maybe a woman, but we don't really know. Not really, but they suggest it. They do. And that's perfect okay. to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was very good. That's all I have to say, actually. I'm glad. Number nine for you. Living in Oblivion. Ooh, yeah. This was a late night random HBO pick. Yeah. Nothing motivated us to watch this except for um, Peter Dinklage on the cover in a yeah, tuxedo. for real. We were like, let's just do it. It's... Awesome. We did it. It's one of the best under budget, like amateur films about under budget amateur film. Yeah. Steve Buscemi, long like, hair. Oh yeah. Mid nineties. It's so meta in that so way. Though. It is. It's so meta. I uh, love it. What's her name? Catherine Keener, who yeah. we had a weird obsession with. Catherine Keener. Yeah, <laughs> we had a weird obsession because this one we found. We found Living in Oblivion, and then we watched Being John Malkovich for like the we first were like, time. We're kind of in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other great actors who I'm forgetting. Mm. Oh, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, that dude. Russell from New Girl. Yes, that one. Other people. <laughs> I like the, the mental sink we were just Leonardo on. DiCaprio's cousin in um, The Departed. <laughs> great notable that one actors. Lady. <laughs> that one blonde lady. <laughs> the blonde chick. Yeah. So it's a great, it's a great cast. It is uh, amazing. That's and it's hilarious. Yeah. It is weird. It's anthological. Kind yeah. Of. It's yeah, really yeah, cool. yeah. It is. It's really cool that way. Anyway. Anyway. Number number eight. Number eight. My number eight could also go in the running for best comedic scripts of all time, Ooh. but in a different era. We should do so. That. It should not. Oh, we should best comedy should totally do that. Um, but it's not the same era, so that's why it doesn't go into our argument. But it's Blazing Saddles. Yeah. 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 Because I think. Blazing Saddles is the same as Mean Girls to me. That, wow. Just mentally? That's a fantastic thing to say. Like, mentally. I cannot believe you just said that. (laughs) Sorry. What? No, just the same, like... now. The same way in my mind of, like, there are so many things I know from Mean Girls and so many things I know from, like, Mm. Blazing Saddles. You really should specify why first before you ever say that again. Saying Blazing Saddles is the same as Mean Girls is one of the most insane things. I guess ever I guess it is insane, but in my mind, they I think you of them of, on the same you, like wavelength. You have the same experience with them. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means they're the same. <laughs> but it's they're equally there's so many jokes I know from Blazing Saddles like stuck in my mind the same way like jokes from Mean Girls is stuck in my mind. Very fair. Uh, yeah, so that's why it's number eight. It's one of the funniest movies in the world. Yeah. Um, written by, uh, fuck, what's his name? Richard Pryor and Mel Brooks. Richard Pryor and Mel Brooks, but Mel Brooks is, uh, the only one, um, featured, like, in the Credited. thing. Credited. Because yeah. they had a, him and Richard Pryor had a big fight while it was coming out. Yep. So Crazy. he didn't get in. Yep. Interesting story. Yeah, 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 but they did write it together. And you can tell which jokes are written by who. And yes. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number eight. Number eight. Um, and, uh... This is also the best crime movie ever made. I'm going to say that. That's a huge claim. Mm. Zodiac. Oh. Zodiac is, is incredible. Really good. It's insanely acted. The production design is like fucking crazy. 
Yeah. It's so well directed. It's so well written. The music and the sound design, the the dissonant chords it hits after the killer says a line. Oh yeah. Oh. The music is like one of those. Before things. I kill you, I'm gonna throw you out the your baby out the window. It's yeah. oh my god. It's classic Fincher. It is, it is seven less gross. You know what I mean? Like he tones it down and he uses a real story and it's well shot, well lit. Well I think, done. but I think the mu- like the music and the scoring of Zodiac is kind of the same way. Uh, fuck what's that? Citizen Kane. Yeah. It's like, it's supposed, you're not really supposed to notice it, but it enhances like so much that you do uh, like really notice yeah. it. Yeah. Also, I'd say the best movie for the crime, the best movie that could have been made about that crime. Yeah. That is the modi- the movie for the Zodiac. Like, yeah. that, it's perfect for it. And that's kind of fucked up, but it's also very true. All right, we're back. My head hurts. I'm sorry. We don't have to do this. No, I want to. Okay. I'm just mad at my head. For I'm sorry. I'm sorry okay, last one I did was Zodiac. Did you do number seven? No. Okay, let's, then we're on number seven. Number seven. Go ahead. I already don't know. Okay, my number seven, another Paul Feig movie. Um, oh no. That's great. Hi, welcome to the um, Will Bosman um, voiceover explaining that that was the microphone falling and that will happen at least once more. Back to the podcast. You might have to hold that. I will. Yeah. Um, What's the Paul Feig movie, Ian? Paul Feig, the other Paul Feig movie, you have not finished it yet. Uh, the oh, heat. the heat. It's the heat. Yeah. The Heat is one of my favorite. Fuck. Jesus Christ. The Heat. The Heat. The Heat. The Heat is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Ever. The uh, first two thirds are great. The third? Third is also tremendous. Awesome. <laughs> oh, God. Guys, what is this? The way I say awesome is kind of trademark amongst me and Gideon. I love it. Awesome. It's so fun. I get very. Uh, and even passionate. when you're like truly earnest, yeah. you say it the same. Awesome. And it's so funny. Yeah, I do. Alright, uh, this one's kind of pretentious. Parasite. Oh. It's so good. I don't think it's that pretentious. I think it's really good. It is incredible. It is incredible. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love that movie. Totally are. It's so well acted. It's so well directed. It's it so well shot. Perfect. It's, so it's well a shot. perfect movie. Excuse me. It really is. The screenplay's enormously good. Yeah. I love that movie. So do I. I'm not ashamed. Next. Uh, my number six, I know this, is, um... <laughs> Great. Oh, we're, we're car potting. Yeah, we are car potting. I think we goes. made that clear. Also, um, the road sounds. Yeah, that probably does too. It's a real all-terrain pod. <laughs> my number six. We watched this together, but it quickly fell onto my favorites because, oh my god, is this movie so me. It's being John Malkovich. Oh, I love. Yeah, we have the same number six. Mine is also being John Malkovich. Oh yeah, we can talk about it the same. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I love anything meta, and that movie is one of the most, most meta, meta things in the world. Made. It's so good. How does someone come up with that? Exactly. Exactly. So weird. How do you come up with that kind also, of thing? Also, fantastic acting. Oh, it's perfect. Also, has in my opinion the greatest joke in any movie. <laughs> Ever. One of my favorite, like, written down, like, just aspects of a thing. So, it's kind of absurdist, guys. Yeah. I, I actually kind of really want to explain this. Yeah. It's, like, absurdist. It, like, he works on a half floor, which is, like, <laughs> half as tall as a normal floor. And he has this, oh, I'm gonna watch this boss, tonight, Dr. Lester. Oh, one of my favorite characters Played by world. Orson Bean, who's hilarious so in it. So funny. But 
he thinks he has a horrible speech impediment. <laughs> like, and no one can understand And no him. one can understand him, but actually his uh, secretary <laughs> is just terrible at understanding people. She mishears everyone, but he thinks it's because he has a terrible speech impediment. And so the whole movie, whenever he talks to anyone, the whole time he's saying things like, you poor thing, you can't understand a word I'm saying. It's so and then funny. they have to go, no, Dr. Lester, I'm quite sure I can hear you. And he goes, but that's oh, how the main character even... gets hired. And he's like, like, oh, you mustn't tell me that. You mustn't comfort me. It's so fucking funny. Oh, it's one of the oh funniest God, things Oh, God, it's in the world. brilliant. It's, it's beautiful. It's so good. It's a great movie. It's so well acted. It is. John Malkovich is a champ for not only letting it happen, but oh, being in it. But for, like, being perfect in it. Yeah, Catherine Keener, Cameron Diaz's Catherine only Keener. good performance, in my opinion. <laughs> not the other woman. <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't even need time to consider. No. I'm going to say no. Uh, perfect movie. Perfect. Hi- highly recommend if I you've never did. seen it. Yes. Okay, your number five. Number five. My number five is Jackie Brown. Oh, so good. My favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Very I know everyone movie. has one. Um, Jackie Brown. It uh, kind of boosted Pam Greer's career back up, which is really cool and something really... Some, one of the really cool, like coolest things Quentin Tarantino has ever done. Yes. Because he wrote it... For Pam Greer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and always it, writes four people. And exactly. he's like, I need this to be Pam Greer. And it, it's kind of this... It's like black exploitation, but black exploitation was 20 years after. Yeah. Which I think is one of the coolest things in the world. And, like, fine-tuned. It's so... Exactly. It's like black exploitation Perfected. and a comment on black exploitation. Exactly. At the same time. Yeah, I love it. it Pam Greer... It's so, so amazing. Bridget Fonda's Even amazing. her character is so, like, well-written. Yeah. She's so smart. Yeah. And she oh, just, she's a genius. She she's the smartest everyone in the movie. movie. It's so... Her and Robert Forster. Yeah, exactly. Kind of as a team. Together. Robert Forster's best performance. Oh, definitely. Michael Keaton, brilliant. Robert De Niro, one of his best, too. Robert the De Niro plays been. Dead Space. And it's, that is one of the, like, the hardest things to ask. Funniest thing he did since Goodfellas. Yeah. It is perfect. Um... And not to mention Samuel L. Jackson yeah. in one of his most underrated performances. I agree. Uh, very briefly, um, what's his name with the high voice? Oh, oh, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, very briefly. Yeah. Very cool. My number five is The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. By Wes Anderson. A great movie. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Fantastic. I, that is, like, one of the things that would almost make it on my list, but just, like, hasn't. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, it is... Rafe, Ralph, Fiend's best performance in my opinion. Yeah. It is the funniest performance. It's one of the funniest performances ever given in a movie. Yeah. Him as Monsieur Gustave. Monsieur Gustave. Tony Revolori very early in his career. Tony Revolori. Killing it. He's kind of like He's fucking his great best in old role ever. Probably, yeah. And, and in Dope. I think it's tied with in, in Dope. Uh, sorry, you. I had to burp. That's okay. Wes Anderson, one of my favorite actors. Or, no, nope, directors. directors. But yeah, no, totally. He also gets the best cast. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, Willem Dafoe, uh, Bill Murray, Owen Wilson, Jason Schwartzman, Jude Law, F. Murray Abraham, Angelica Houston, fucking everyone, fucking everyone. Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Leia Sudo. Not even an important role. Jeff Goldblum. Motherfucker. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff fucking Goldblum. How could we forget Jeff Goldblum? Adrian Brody. Yeah. Willem Dafoe, I said, but I, I want to say it again for emphasis. Bears repeating. Bears, guys. Don't you love bears that, that phrase? Bears repeating. You have no idea how much I love that phrase. <laughs> Edward Norton. Mm. Lest we forget. Edward Norton. Isn't he only in Moonrise Kingdom? No. No. He's in Grand Budapest Hotel. And I, I love dogs. Oh, oh, we're forgetting Tilda Swinton. 
Tilda fucking Swinton. Tilda fucking Swinton. Plays an old dead woman. Oh my god. And the fucking Oracle the dog. She's so... Oh yeah. That's a great movie. I Love Dogs is fantastic. Okay, anyway. Wes Anderson's great. Wes Anderson. The cast of Grand Budapest is great. Yeah. The production design is ridiculous. His best movie, probably. My, my in my opinion, yeah. Yeah. Then I Love Dogs. No, that's not true at all. Rushmore. I haven't seen Rushmore. Rushmore's fucking great. We should watch Rushmore. We should. Okay. We, have, we have to do that marathon. We do. Updates to come. Okay, four. Four, my number four is... Honestly, it went on... It's one of the ones that, like, went on the first time I watched it. But it was the first time I have, like, immediately turned it off and then be like, I have to turn it on again. And I, like, almost rewatched it. It's Bad Times with El Royale. Oh, it's so good. It is stunning. It's so good. The only flaw, literally... The only flaw, in my opinion, I don't th- even think you—it's you think it's a flaw. I probably don't. Uh, I love that movie. Fucking, uh, what's this? Chris Hemsworth's uh, accent. Oh no, it's not great. No, it's, it's not. It's, not it's great. like the only flaw. That and John Hamm deserve more airtime. Oh god, yeah, he did. Hey guys, uh, spoiler alert for Bad Times at the El Royale. Gideon's about to spoil the shit out of it. If you don't want to spoil, go to 29 minutes 37 seconds. That's when it's safe. Back to the pod. But he had to die. Spoilers! Jesus Christ, I wasn't going to say that. Oh, we're sorry, guys. Yeah. He dies in, like, the first hour. Yeah. But still, it's surprising. He dies in, like, the first half an hour. I did not fucking see it coming. Yeah, no, you really don't. Um, Anyway. That's great. Bad time. One of my favorite scenes of all time. Drew Goddard, great director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's great with Joss Whedon for Cabin in the Woods, but he's great alone for this, I thought. yeah, yeah. It's a little more dramatic. I feel like Joss Whedon has so an interesting dramatic. comedic effect on him, but like the yeah. same dramatic elements that are in El Royale are also in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It is very interesting. Also, it captures the place and time very well. Yeah. Which My is God. Cool. Yeah. It's a real place. Yeah. Also, God, the performances are insane. Uh, Cynthia Revo deserves the world for this. I think it was her first screen It was role. her first screen role. It's up there with the best debuts. Yeah. It, oh, it is. Honestly, that, best acting debut in my opinion. Yeah. Is probably, and this is weird, you haven't seen it so you don't agree, Alan Rickman in Die Hard. Oh. He gave one of the most iconic performances of all time on his first go. Holy oh. shit, how do you do that? That's his debut? That was his acting Woo! debut on screen. We really got He had been that. on Broadway. Oh, little. that makes sense. He had dabbled in so Broadway. So did uh, Cynthia Erivo. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, she's great. She, the, the most perfect scene is when she claps. Yes. Oh, and sing. And she has a time. weirdly fantastic chemistry with with um, Jeff Bridges, who's weirdly also, fantastic, also wonderful. He, um, he's amazing in this one. Great, one of his best. Fifty Shades of Grey Girl is great. Dakota Johnson. She's great in this. Uh, she's fantastic. She's fantastic. Even though people thought she like, Chris didn't Hemsworth, act. I think besides the accent, fucking great. Was great. The kid who I don't remember the name of. She's great too. The math cuts in that. Oh, some of the best math cuts. Horrifying. God, now I might watch that movie. You I should don't watch know. it. You should watch it today. I might. I might. You kind of have to. I might soon. Yeah, you should. Okay. Oh, anyway, what's so your? Uh, what are we? Five? Four? Yeah. Who else am I forgetting in the cast? I feel like there's one other big person. Oh, know. that the the uh, clerk. Oh, I forget. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's so good. Miles. Oh, Miles. Okay. Anyway, four. Fight Club. Oh yeah. God damn, so good. Um, Fight Club is some of the best. It's one of the best like powerhouse trio perform of performances. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a what's the holy it's a holy trinity of performances. Yeah. Mary yeah. Elizabeth Winstead in that movie. Brad Pitt in that movie. And Mary Elizabeth in that Winstead. Movie. Sorry. Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. I was like, when the fuck was she in this? They're both 
three names, and I want yeah, I want so her true. to play it if that they ever so remake true. it. So I just said that. Sorry, Helena Bonham Carter in that movie, Edward Norton in that movie, and Brad Pitt yeah. in that movie. It's like they're Edward all of their Norton best performances. Is, yeah, it's insane in it. He's no, it's his best. I it's his best. No, I agree. It's probably his best because I haven't seen American History X, but I don't want to see him be racist. It's gonna break my heart oh, a little. Yeah, no. It always breaks my heart a little. Yeah, I get that. Even when Adam Driver did it in Black Klansman, almost ironically, because he, he wasn't unracist. Yeah. He was being asked to by unracists, and it was to take down a racist. He did it to be anti-racist. But it still hurts a little. Yeah. It stings. Yeah. It stings. I bet he went through the same moral conflict, though. I bet he did. Leo exactly. DiCaprio did, I know that. Yeah, exactly. But Samuel L. Jackson told helps. him to, exactly. to stop. See, there's no Samuel L. Jackson on these sets. No. So like... Anyway, sorry. Fight Club. Brad Pitt deserved an Oscar for this movie. Yeah. Brad Pitt deserved a best Honestly, they movie. all did. They were all really good. They're all insanely good. It's Fincher at his finchiest, except I, for Seven, probably. Yeah. Those are his two finchiest. But it is so stylized. It really so is. So overzealous. Um, my, so ridiculous. I have one of my favorite movie facts that you've ever given me. In which it is lit like a 7-Eleven. It's, yeah, they set out to light it like a 7-Eleven at midnight. Yeah. And that... That's what him and the cinematographer the agreed on. The coolest thing. And it, it's so true. There's like a Starbucks cup in every scene. Oh, that's true. As a, as a, as a comment on consumerism. Yeah. Um, there's really 90s CGI in the best ways. Oh, yeah. There's a CGI sex scene. It's so weird. Oh, that's one of the weirdest like, scenes There's a ever. lot of improvisation. Yeah. There's a lot of chemistry. It's very natural flowing chemistry-wise, and I really like it. Uh... They're just so good together. Yeah. They really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just, I love David Fincher, and it's so Finchy. I love it. It is. Okay, yeah. That's my four. What's your number three? Oh, top three! Top, top three, three alert! Top three, top three, top three alert! Number three. I like that. Thank you. Um, my top three... God, I hope I remember this correctly. Uh, yeah, no, I do. Um, my top three... <laughs> we are now entering my mostly ch- uh, children's movies. <laughs> Um, but oh, it's wow. The Incredibles. Oh, that's I've so loved good, this movie since I was a boy. It's so weird that that's a kids' movie though, because it's also the only kids' movie that's a '60s espionage thriller. <laughs> it's perfect that <laughs> Who way. Who the fuck thought of that, dude? When I watched it as a child, it's a totally different experience. Like as I watch it now, it's just the Fantastic Four. Why? But it's so much to... better it's than so any much Fantastic better. Four you. piece of media. Has Thank ever you. Yes, it is. But it is it's the Fantastic also Four. Based in the 60s. The Screen Junkies called. Yeah, so is the Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four was originally rooted in the Cold War. Like, the reason they were going to space no. was to beat Russia. Um, so it's very 60s. But, sorry, what was I going to say? What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 Fantastic Four. Screen Junkies called it the best Fantastic Four movie we never got. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. It's perfect. That okay. makes a lot of sense. I love that movie so much. It's so good. It's so good. One of my favorite movies. Brad Bird. Excellent. Yeah, everyone's excellent. Elastigirl, one of my favorite characters. Fucking. Her intro, like, the, the intro to that movie... So good. ...is one of my favorite things on the planet. The, the like, TV... Yeah, 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 yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, yeah. honey, where's my super suit? Iconic. Honey, where's my... He, he doesn't say honey, you know that? He says, where's my super suit? No, but he says honey at one point. He does, but it's not in the same line. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. Wait, what if I'm, like... That'd be funny. That would be really funny. It's also fun to hear him have the cadence of when he says motherfucker without saying motherfucker. Exactly. Like, it's the same Sam. Because what? That man's perfect. Yeah, I love him. So do I. Uh, he just has an iconic voice. He really does. It's so booming. And they, they fucking nailed it yeah. for Incredibles. All right, we're about to get into an argument. My number three. Okay. 
in my opinion, the most perfect comedy script oh, ever. Oh, God, written. here we go. Super bad. Super bad is excellent. It has fantastic execution of emotional themes and some of the funniest jokes ever told in movies. It is relatable to any and every teenage boy. And, you know, that's that's awesome. I know that, look, it's not super, like, for everyone. I don't relate to them. But I relate, I hear the conversations and I'm like, I've heard these conversations. It's the same thing as Clerks, except younger. Yeah. It's like real time. You know what I mean? It's like these high school boys, I've heard this from other people's mouths. You know what I mean? Yeah. Boys and girls. But, like, especially, like, middle school boys. That is their culture. It's fascinating to watch. Because it was written by two middle school boys. But it's perfect! You know what I mean? It's so yeah. nostalgic for that reason, for the reason that I watched it in middle school. It was one of the first R-rated comedies I ever watched. <laughs> and it just reminds me so much of that type of person, but also kind of gets into the emotions of masculinity and friendship. It's I forgot so how amped you get about this movie. I love this movie. I really forgot how deep you, you get into this movie. McLovin is the top five jokes of any movie. Ever. I Yeah, I... Yeah. Okay, the reason we argue this is because I always say Mean Girls has more of a cultural effect. I disagree. And Will disagrees. First of all. But I also think it's just a fine, it's a finer script. It's a fine-tuned script. Mm. It is perfect. I can it say the airtight. same about Mean Girls. I don't know. I literally can say the same thing about Mean Girls. It's great. Basically, the, the, the basis of this discussion is that we both think these movies are great. And perfect. And perfect. And that we don't see the other ones like as not yeah it's just that we see think it's more each other's perfect. more yeah anyway let's just move on because we should I two. think I think it was good that we, we laid that out because it eliminates the argument immediately number, number two, two my number two another children's movie my favorite children's movie in the world could be my sexual awakening wow Hercules okay yeah that last descriptor really threw a lot of weight to it yeah yeah I'm not sure how to proceed. Lead the way, Oprah. I mean, it's it's a great movie. Hercules. I know he's animated. It's great. I know he's animated. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Don't Say I'm in Love. Don't Say I'm in Love. One One of the the best best songs. songs. It was directed by Ron Clements and the other guy who makes the movies with Ron Clements. Fucking Danny DeVito is perfect in it. They directed some of the best. Danny DeVito sings in it. Little Mermaid, Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. Danny DeVito does fucking sing in it. He ties. Wow. He really does. I love He's that song. Brave one. <laughs> yeah. What was the character's name? Phil. Phil. <laughs> Me and Bradley have had very passionate arguments about this movie because she insists that he plays him in the live-action remake. I think it should be Charlie Day. She has oh, never seen. Hey, sorry about the random cut. Um, Gideon uh, screamed, and it was too loud. For the microphone. Okay, back in now. She's never seen the She's movie. never seen it, and she argues with me passionately. Yeah, that was like one of the worst like fights that has happened like on my birthday. That's so funny. Oh, that was on your birthday. <laughs> that was on my birthday. That's hilarious. Okay, my number two. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Mm. My favorite Tarantino movie. Yeah. Holy for shit. For a great reason. It is perfect. Yeah. Some of the best use of su- uses of suspense. Yeah. Some of the best dialogue. Actually, fuck it. The best dialogue is ever written. In, the, oh, in the, scenes like the best pub, dialogue, but also like the most perfect plot in my opinion. Yes, but like scenes like the pub, yeah, with the German, um, and and the game that they play with the foreheads. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Scenes like that. Scenes like. 
the opening scene seems like the scene with the whole bar scene. I'm sorry. When the Chris, opening scene when Christoph Waltz, the scene where Christoph Waltz says "Bat Call," that got him the Oski. Yeah, right? basically. Yeah. Um, the scene uh, of fucking fuck. The scene of Michael Fassbender getting recruited to do the job by um, oh yeah by um, Mike Myers in a ton of weird British makeup. Like this yeah. shit. These scenes are perfect. These scenes are the most Tarantinian dialogue ever written and yeah. the best Tarantinian dialogue ever written. Yeah. They're his niche and it's their it's his peak of doing his niche yeah. is this movie. His dialogue is excellent. It's historical fantasy and one of the first of its kinds. Not many movies are made like that. Yeah, that's true. Where it's I, just I think a it, fantastical like, take on real things. I think that's one of the movies that like heightened Quentin Tarantino so much. It's Nazi like, revenge porn. It's Nazi revenge porn, and like he did it so well that we all like respect him so exactly. much for that. The oh my god, the fucking performances from Michael Fassbender to a brief one, but Mike Myers to yeah. oh goddamn uh, Brad Pitt to Brad Pitt, Eli Roth, Eli Roth, excellent. He's great. Man. Even like smaller roles like BJ Novak is really good in the last. Act you of this always movie. forget he's in it, but he's so good. Exactly. Leia Seydoux. Christoph Waltz, um, other French actress. has just made a career. One of the other three French of just actresses. Being a girl in a scene. What's the third French actress? I don't it's know. It's Leia Marion Cotillard, and other girl. Her. Um, I don't know. She's a nice. Can we just me. go? Oh. Anyway. I forget. Great movie. Did you? Can I just go back? Sure. Leia has made a career of just being that girl in a scene. That's so true. And she nails it. She, she does it in like five Wes Anderson movies. Exactly. So does Lucas Hedges, weirdly. Mm. He's also a girl in a scene for Wes Anderson movies. <laughs> and he is perfect in it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love him. Yeah. As, as just kind of there. So I like yeah. him as like a Christmas tree of a scene. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you don't expect it. He really but is once almost, in a while. always just in a first Lucas half, Hedges is seasonal. Ne- never, ever again. Exactly. Lady Bird. Fucking, he's in one scene of Grand Budapest, and he was yeah. already big, kind of when that movie was coming. Well, that's not true. He was about true? to be. Yeah. Anyway, he was about to be. Dude, number one. We, number one, dude. Number one. Fuck. We're Let's almost, go. We're almost to your house, also. Perfect yes, timing. Sir. Perfect timing. My number one. Yes. A '90s fucking movie. Banger of a film. Uh, and oh, yeah. one could call well, boring. Wait. Let's do it in unison. Three, two, one. Clueless. Yes. Yeah, I Alicia love Alicia Silverstone. Alicia. Other <laughs> actors. Alicia Silverstone. Paul Rudd. Brittany Murphy. Lacey Dash. Her um, dad in it. <laughs> fucking. No, Paul Rudd. Paul, I said Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Oh, you did. I he was didn't one of the only other. Paul Rudd. Travis oh. Birkenstock. Travis Birkenstock. <laughs> one of the best movie stones ever. It's great. It's really good. The it is fashion. Really awesome. The fashion is impeccable. I've called it a masterpiece, but Great then when I watched it with my mom, she was like, it's a little boring. Also one of those movies that's weirdly adapted from an old English novel, which I think is yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, based on Emma. Or maybe it's Russian. I think it's no, Russian. No, 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 no. It's, it's, oh, it's old English? It's old English. Okay, cool. It's um, like the same the same as uh, <laughs> Little Woman. And like 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, God. Yeah, because yeah, that's adapted from Shakespeare, which yeah, is yeah. not old English, so. Well, it kind of is. Yeah. That, it is. It fully is. What the fuck am I saying? Yeah, about? it really okay. is. Anyway. Anyway, you're number one. Three, two, one. The, the big the, the big Lebowski. How do you not know <laughs> I this? I don't know. We just watched it too. I really like blanked. I love of that. Of course, movie. I know that. I love that movie. Yeah, so much. Will loves that movie. So I do I. Would 
give my life for that movie. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. That was one of the first um, things we like bonded over. That has three of the best comedy performances. No, many of the most comedy many. of the best comedy Flea, performances. For sure. Flea, fucking great. <laughs> Julianne Moore's maybe Julianne best. Moore. Or Boogie Nights. Oh, I don't know. No, I would argue Boogie Nights. I, I, I would too. Uh, but it's one of her best. Yeah. It is Jeff Bridges' Julianne best. Uh, Moore performances. That should be another episode. That should. Just her performances? Just any performances. I have just. my top two already. Okay, that'll be an episode. Three. I'm probably. I have my top three. John Goodman, best John in Goodman. It. Steve Buscemi, amazing. Steve Buscemi, but all time um, great. Jeff Bridges. Yes. Oh my God, he's amazing. So good. He's so fucking good in it. What's the dude? Philip Seymour Hoffman. What's great the guy? Oh, that's so true. What's um the like narrator? Isn't that Ron Hawk or something? No, man. Isn't his name Ron something? No, you're thinking that because he plays Ron Dunn. No, in no, 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 no. Yes, his name are. is Ron. It's fucking no, I not. Shit, you not. It's Ron. Gideon Powell. No, 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 look it I up. I promise you. Look it up. With my entire heart, heart and soul. It is Ron. It is not. Look it up right now. I am. If you couldn't tell by the turntable scratch sound effect from the wonderful sound effect library of GarageBand, uh, we talked about this for some time. His name was not Ron. It's Sam Elliott. I should have known it. I'm disappointed that I didn't, but definitely not Ron. Uh, but shout out to Gideon for being that passionate about uh, about <laughs> the mistake that he made. Oh, love it. Okay, back in. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, Peter Stormare's great. In oh, God. I'm just copying. We, we David have... Huddleston. Uh, John Turturro. I'm too embarrassed Tara to, to continue. Okay, we have to end it. We do have to I end it. I also am at my house. But yeah, this is Top 10 Movies. These movies have been allowed to us. Yeah, exactly. We like talking about them. It's exactly. very nice. Uh, we perfected in. these lists. We're going to do comedic performances. I want to do that next. Yeah, we should. We got to finish those lists. Though. We got to finish those lists. We're going to do comedic performances in TV and movies separately. Apparently, we're doing Julianne Moore. We should rank things. <laughs> we, rankings. We, that's what we do. This is why we started the podcast. Like we should, this is all but we, we do. should do Quentin Tarantino ranked and West yeah, we should. ranked. We should. We should. We should. Charlie Kaufman ranked. We gotta do that. We just have to watch all the Charlie Kaufman. We do. Okay. Anyway, see you next time. Bye. Love you.